Welcome back to another episode of Tier 1 Talks. I'm your host, T1 Asclepius, also known as Austin. It is currently January 27th. It's about 4 in the morning. I kind of just got off work about an hour ago. Uh, this week, I'm joined by one of my hosts. I have T1 Reaper, also known as Chad. I don't know if I should say good morning to you or good evening, because <laughs> like... We bo- we're both on night shift, but also it's four in the morning, and the and sun I think will we're rise soon. About to go to bed, which means probably, I mean probably, <clears throat> probably night now, maybe. Good evening. Maybe evening, probably. When when you go to bed with your missus, do you say good morning or good night? <laughs> what time do you guys go to bed usually? Probably around like. 7, 7.30 maybe. In the morning? Hmm? In the morning, right? So do yeah, you say goodnight yep. to her? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Alright. I mean, well, I've been on my schedule for like two years now, so... Yeah. Um, I'm just getting back into getting on a night shift schedule. Well, it's more like swing graveyard, but I start at 7pm and I get off at 3am. And honestly, this is probably the best schedule I've ever had. It's great because I stay up till about, probably about 8 or 9 in the morning. Get to see the sunlight. Get to have, like, a nice morning, quiet morning. Sleep through the afternoon. And then wake up. It's usually dark out. But then, if I also want to, I can just go to bed right after work at, like, 3.30, 4 in the morning. And then have the afternoon. And honestly, I'm really loving it. Hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, how are you, buddy? Uh, not too bad. Actually, I was just having a... Actually, I have, a, I have a, like, a little bit of, like, pasta. I made myself some pasta, so... Um, what kind of pasta? Like, are we left. talking, like, mac and cheese? No. Or, like, it's like... Oh, <clears throat> um, it's like spaghetti and, like, throwing sauce and then voila. Chef Boyardee. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm doing I mean, it's well on that myself. level. The only thing like good about this is like the sauce. <laughs> Do you, you don't have like any meatballs or anything to add to it? Nope. <laughs> All right. Oh, it's just really good. Actually, I I'm currently added some red pepper. Okay. I had wings earlier, dude. Wait, wait, is this like the level of your ghost pepper beef jerky that you had in New York? Oh, no, dude. The wings? Okay, so if you're from Vegas... Where'd you go for wings? Let's start there. Wing stop. Okay? Okay. I have never been. Really? We were thinking about going to Buffalo Wild Wings, but we were looking up other places... And Wingstop came up. I have heard good things about it. Today was the yeah, first time I've been, and oh my god! If I if I am in the mood for wings, I am no longer going to be Dubs. Well, I feel like Wingstop is like pick up wings and take them home, and B Dubs is more like mm-hmm. let's go out to eat wings type thing. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> oh man, this pasta is good right now. Um. A minute, a minute ago, you said it was trash. I mean, it. You know what? Okay, so 
Look, man, as a gamer, you know, I feel like there are meals you make just because you're gaming late at night, you know? So, um, I, I call my pasta dishes, you know, like my don't care gaming pasta dish. <laughs> I have to come up with a better name now. Are you going to make a cookbook with shitty recipe titles? It has to be, right? Like... Late at night gaming pasta. All right. Late night, late night gaming pasta. That's what it's gonna be called. That is the worst recipe. It, it's where you, it's I've where heard. you really don't care about the like halfway about the flavor. Okay, <clears throat> but it's just nutritional. Good. Like, yeah, it's just like it, it's like it, it's getting it's like skating by. All right. I well, if I, if I just want to oh, like skate by, <clears throat> I kind of just want cereal. You know what? I had like, some high school that, cereal that, earlier. That's, that's like probably early in the, the evening. level. Dude, I had. I have been craving Captain Crunch. <laughs> Why? It's just really good. Like, I was. I don't know about that. <laughs> I thought I liked Fruity Pebbles. And I am over Fruity yeah. Pebbles. And now you're on Captain Crunch? Captain Crunch is one of the best cereals out there right now. I feel like you have the palate of Caleb's son. A five-year-old? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <clears throat> I don't even care. Yeah, but anyways, we went to Wingstop. Their Cajun barbecue like it was like a dry rub as well it was so good i suggest you get some yeah. if you're in vegas i don't know if Wingstop is elsewhere i like out of state but i don't know either it's definitely it doesn't was matter fine. i don't live there <laughs> yeah all that matters is where i live <laughs> <laughs> but dude all right all right so i know we have like the same topics we want to bring up yeah hold up hold up I, i'm kind of in like your like don't care late at night gaming pasta mm-hmm. i'm kind of on a toast and butter is the best thing ever uh mm-hmm. kick right now and i just had some toast and butter and it's just perfect like i could eat a whole loaf of bread with butter right now it's bad interesting yeah and I also got some... I, I'm also on an iced coffee kick, dude. Iced coffee is just, like, the best thing ever right now. So... Well, what kind of coffee? Well, as everyone, I'm sure, who's listened to our other podcast episodes know, uh, we are... We have an affiliate sponsorship with uh, Player One Coffee, and I have some in my pantry. I have the chocolate raspberry coffee on ice with... Uh, milk and three splendors, and mm. it's just perfect, bro. It's refreshing because of the raspberry flavor. Uh, it hits that sweet spot because coffee. It's great. Nice. So you, yeah, <clears throat> I made some cold brew coffee. Uh, this week I put in some. So last week I had the omen. This week we actually mm-hmm. went to the store. We got some Death Wish coffee. How dare you portray a team like that? I know. Uh, like, I wanted to try something different, like, because I want it to last, you know? I want the bag to last. So, 
because it's yeah. that good. So I want to try All something right. else, and because I also don't want to get like tired of like the same flavor, you know. You know they sell five pound bags of coffee, right? Yeah. All right. So, but I tried Death Wish coffee, <laughs> and it's super smooth. <clears throat> super smooth. The missus doesn't like it. Because it's too strong. I don't think it's too strong, but I think it is as well. There's no such thing as too strong. <laughs> See, I, I'm going to agree with you. Uh, I totally agree. Okay. Good coffee is like... And cold brew coffee? Oh. Yeah. What a, what a delight. Cold brew coffee on iced. When you take those ice cubes yeah. out of the tray and just... In your see-through glass, just clink, 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 clink. You know? Like just... I... I'm with you, 100%. We are on board the same train. But do you know what goes well with coffee? Video games. Like hot coffee? Waffles? Toast and butter? <laughs> Snowboarding. Snowboarding <laughs> goes well with hot <laughs> coffee. And hot chocolate. You know, And I think that's our... Uh, yeah, I'd say that's... Yeah, that's fair. Alright. So... So... Go ahead. You take No, me. no, you go, you go, you go. Ugh, you're a bitch. Have right. my pasta. <laughs> Fuck off. Hope you choke up your pasta mid podcast. Alright, uh, so this week, or this past weekend, uh, the X Games happened. Um, for people who don't know, uh, you and I are really into snowboarding. We've been snowboarding for, what, 11 years? Something like that? 10, close to like 10 or 11 years now. So I I we are huge. When I was thirteen. Sorry, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I think I started when I was thirteen. So it might be like fourteen years. Yeah. Okay, somewhere around there. Anyways, we are huge snowboarders, and then after we got like into snowboarding and started to get good after like two or three years, we got into like watching snowboarding more. Like, obviously, we always liked watching the Olympics and probably, like, some summer X Games because we grew up playing Tony Hawk and SSX and whatnot on the PS2. So we were kind of, like, into that a little bit already, but we got more into that after we started snowboarding ourselves, I would say. So, uh, I feel like our first intro for you and I into, like, watching more snowboarding competitions and, like, just documentaries and all that was Travis Rice with his Art of Flight series. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, um, did, have you watched all of this year's X Games, the... The Winter X Games? Like, so, <clears throat> this year, right, um, first event was Aspen, correct? Which just happened. Yeah, it was all at Aspen, right? Yes. Um, they also had Dutour. Yeah, yeah, this whole weekend say, was at As- Aspen, if that's what you're asking. Yes. Um, I think there was another event, du- the Mountain Dew, like, Dutour, basically. Um, I haven't watched that yet. Okay. So, I'm actually probably going to look it up after this and, like, kind of see what that was about. But, yes, I have watched, 
well, not watched all of it. I did watch all of the men's side of events, and I have started okay. all of the women's side of events. Okay. I'm currently working through the women's events. I just finished up watching the uh, women's slope style. And okay. I I'd also just finished women's slope style. Some, they had some great fucking runs, man. I was, so, I, I want to begin I was, by saying... I was surprised by how Jamie Anderson, like, fucked up her first two runs. But, overall, I feel like everyone put down solid runs. Um, see, I, I want to begin by saying that I am in love... I. Every single winter, I am watching every single competition known to man. I am very surprised. Like, I'm not into... Obviously, we're not into football or... Like, all those other sports as everyone... You know, some other people are. But when it comes to... I think when it comes to... Like, when you do the sport yourself... Then... I feel like maybe you really invest in like watching it yeah at a level you know what you can Mm -hmm. become i guess if that makes sense after watching Mm -hmm. the woman's soap style which is the only one i only woman's one i finished so far jamie anderson was um i i thought she was gonna be much better starting off Considering her track yeah. record, uh, I'm surprised they got. I want to say they each got five runs. I think she really messed up her first three. Her last two, they all got four runs. Okay, so her first two, it was very, not very poor because obviously I'm not at that skill level. But she didn't perform <laughs> at her best. Um, yes. Her, her third run is what put her into second place. I obviously, I, well, I mean, I guess we're kind of spoiling it, but obviously, you guys can watch it back um, on YouTube. Um, her third one put her into second place. Her fourth one wasn't as clean, or maybe just wasn't as. Um, I, I feel like didn't like get any better. Than her third run, if that makes sense. I so agree. it didn't put her into first place. So right, but she did second end up is with still second. yes, and she walked away with twenty X Games medals, and she's tied for the amount of like most amount of X Games medals one person has. She's tied with Mark McMorris. So congratulations to her because that is. Just top level competition to medal that many times. Talk about, I mean, you're top of the game. She is top of her league, basically. You know, like she is one in a million. It's it's very it's interesting to watch all these riders just like, and you talk about like their backstory and they go into like a rider detail a little bit and. All these writers start out like normal, I mean, like the rest of us, just beginning on any slope and learning how to ride, you know? 
Yeah. But when when you put down double cork 1080s, you know, it's almost it, it's almost it feels like unhuman. Like how do you how does one person go through that step by step? Right. Yeah. Um, just getting to that level of like where you're able to compete. Like I don't think people realize like how much time and effort and dedication that takes. Like we've been snowboarding for a long damn time and neither of us are that good to like even go near the terrain park on the mountain. True. I mean these, these athletes train all year round. Right? They travel the world to chase the snow to keep training every year they're also into certain like specific exercising um what's the word i'm looking for uh like they're into like gymnastics um i'm forgetting the word i'm looking for but anyways like they train gymnastics and crossfit and um not so much i'd say probably like weightlifting like their goal is to be like athletic and limber and flexible and to be able to have to have like full control of their body in the air it takes so much time and dedication and training just to be able to control your body like that in a terrain park like they're in the air making these full rotations and then they have the core strength to stop turning and then turn the other way in the air. That that just takes so much like strength and a physical prowess to to pull off. And it's it's incredible to watch. I'm always in awe when watching these competitions. And it's it's the best time of the year. Like this is one of the highlights of the year as far as like stuff to watch because these competitions, I love watching them. Yep, I completely agree with you. Um, so, have you? I remember, like there, there was one year that I signed up for um, what they call a slalom up at uh, Lee Canyon here in Vegas, or right outside of Vegas. Um, did yeah. you ever do one of those? I did. I got. See, Destroyed by a skier. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, they're going down straight. We're going down looking left or right. But um, <laughs> Psalms are yeah. a little bit more like my, I feel like my skill level. Because we like to go fast and cars, yes. you know, which is yes. exactly almost what Psalms are. As well as Snowboard Cross, which is Winter Olympics. And we're going to dive I, into a little bit into that. I would love to that. get into snowboard cross. I completely agree with I you. Have, we're going to dive into Winter so Olympics in just a second. But um, X Games, uh, I am... My favorite rider for men's is Mark McMorris. Is 100% my favorite rider. Um, are we talking about Are we talking about X Games or Olympics now? No, we're, we're still on X Games real quick. Um, okay. Mark McMorris is my favorite writer on the men's side. You have Marcus, Marcus uh, Cleveland. You have 
um, Scotty James. You have Dusty uh, Henriksen. Okay. Um, my bad. I'm back. So, my favorite rider for X Games men's would definitely be Marcus Cleveland. He has such a buttery style. Like, he makes everything he does look effortless. And he's really pioneered knuckle hucks especially and that's my favorite competition to watch at the x games uh for people who don't know knuckle hucks were introduced i think in 2019 i'd like to say it was two years ago yeah so in the past like three years uh is when they introduced knuckle hucks so you have the ramp then you have the slope where they land but right at the top of the slope that's what you call the knuckle right before the slope starts to go down. You don't ever want to hit that when you're popping off of the ramp, but a knuckle huck is where you do tricks off the knuckle instead of the ramp. And it's just about style and making it look cool. It's not, like, technical. Like, slope style is, like, hitting, uh, hitting the ramps, getting solid grabs in getting good landings on the rails it's just about like your own personal style and that's it really just embodies like what snowboarding is about okay i can see that um he did who won knuckle marcus actually took first on knuckle hook uh you won (laughs) well no actually um fridge fridge took second fridges Probably my favorite when it Fridge comes is to the great. Yeah. I, I like Fridge too. He has, he has his own. Where he just fucking he sends it, bro, with his like hand carved backflips. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's incredible. I I love. Let's see. I love X Games. I love slope the Olympics. Style. So I haven't slope watched style. Slope Style yet. Oh man. Okay. I I won't ruin it, but men's Slope Style was. Man, freaking tat! What a competition that one was. Was it better it was, than the women's slope style? Because uh, I had a great time it, watching the women's. It is. It, it is better okay. than a. Uh, it's better than the women's. Um, yes, I know that. You know, obviously between men's and women's, there's a much bigger gap in when it comes to skill level. Yes. But I mean, obviously, I, I, women. So are at, there, I mean, there's a reason women are at the it. top of their uh, at the top of their game. You know. Yes. Um, when I when I say skill level, there's a reason for it. I'm not saying the women are bad, but what I am saying is, men and women have different bodies, so the women are lighter, right? They have less weight, and they tend to go like slower a little yeah. bit, or like yep. they don't yeah, jump they're... as high as the men. They don't have, like, the muscle mass to do that. So, the men, because of those different biological factors, the men have a higher skill level because... Yep, more mass, more speed. So, they have to turn more in the air. Like, they're hitting, what, 1260s? 1800s, which... Was unbelievable. Right, which I think is 1920s like quad quirks. Is what was in like yeah, literally. 
And like, and the women, quad. they just physically, because of those, like, factors, those physical factors, they don't get, like, the speed or the height uh, that the men do. So, it looks, I'd, I'd say, like, without that knowledge, it looks like men have a higher skill level, but, like, there are specific reasons why men are able to do, like, those more turns and get higher air. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yep. It, it was... I, I won't ruin it. Men's slope style was... What a competition. I was totally engaged in that one, as well as the snowboard big air. Okay. I haven't gotten um, to that yet either. <laughs> okay. So I got so through I women's... I won't ruin any of that. I got through women's slope style, and I got through uh, Knucklehawk. Okay. So um, I, I won't go any further into this. Guys... Winter X Games was Aspen was a fantastic um, turn of events. YouTube w- puts out all the videos and the full videos too, like hour long competitions. You can watch all of it for free on YouTube. So I would definitely go check it out. Okay. Um, now, but um, with winter Olympics are coming up this month. Oh, oh my God! But, uh, Look, have you I, seen our roster? When I texted you for that, our snowboarding and skiing teams, like when I te- after I saw the X Games, I I yep. wanted to look up when the Winter Olympics are because I'm not like a I don't look at my watch I don't look at my calendar okay like, but when I found out that it's literally like in a week, oh my yeah. god, you're excited, I am, <laughs> and, and I'm excited for the like. I don't watch the Summer Olympics, but okay, Winter yeah, Olympics are like... Well, not as much. Winter Olympics are 24-7 for me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, Just like a week straight of watching the Olympics and nothing else. Literally. It, it, it's going to be a week straight of my TV like burning out, basically. Like from opening ceremony to the end. It, it's so crazy. I'm my excited. Next question for you is... Uh-huh. Are you gonna play like Riders Republic or Steep just to like see in the mood? You know what? I knew I knew you were gonna ask that. <laughs> I knew you were gonna ask that because you know what? After I saw the X Games, do you know what I wanted to play? Steep. <laughs> I wanted to play Steep. <laughs> I wanted to. I think Steep more because it's more uh, like backcountry skiing. But <laughs> I was like, man, I have the feeling to play like a snowboarding game right now. <laughs> I feel that, bro. <laughs> or, like, honestly, also, like, the middle of summer, it's like, man, I just want to go snowboarding right now. So, like, I'll play, like, snowboarding games in the middle of summer. Like, the dead heat. I know. Because, like, I just want <sighs> this heat to be over. <laughs> like, I, it's been weird for me because I feel like, um, like, past couple, like, past two, three years, maybe, like, our... It's. I feel like it's been the only time where I've only like gone like once or twice to the mountain, and before we used it's to go like being an adult. It is honestly. <laughs> it's called work. <laughs> Mom and dad no longer pay for everything like when we were in high school. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But look, I'm excited for a few people in the Winter Olympics. Obviously, on the snowboarding side right. of things. So can I can I read off uh, what our U.S. snowboard team looks like? 
You going to go through all the names or the ones that I'm probably going to list as well? I'll just go through all the names. All the names? What? No. It's too many. Well, too many. All right. Beep, beep. All right. There are right, a fine. good couple of individuals that are definitely going to stand out. Okay. I will then do, I guess, the most noteworthy names. All right. Uh, so for snowboarding, uh, Chase Blackwell and Chase Josie. Uh, Chloe Kim. That that's Maddie gonna be Mastro. It. Yep. Chloe Kim got gold last year. She did. Or, no, last Olympics. Yep. Is what I mean. It's gonna be that. It's gonna be a big year for her too. Yep. And obviously the goat, uh, Sean White. Oh my God. So that's for the that's for the half pipe. So for the slope style, we have Haley Langland. And Jamie Anderson on that team. And Red Gerard as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean White is not doing slip style. I he probably could have expected that, but... Do, you know he has to like try and beat his gold medal run from the last Olympics. Which was off the charts, by the way. Was it not a perfect 100 last year? Am I, am, am I in the wrong year? He's gotten a perfect 100... I think it was, actually. I know he's gotten a perfect 100 in, I think, X Games as well, and I think in earlier Olympics, but, like... He was in the 90... It was his last... I want to say it was, it was probably like, like a 99. Run. Yeah, yeah, it, it was, was the last run period. And I, I want to say it was a 99, like 98, 99. Okay. Yeah. If it wasn't 100. Uh, also on the... With, the rookie slope style, Jake Cancer, which I think he's doing really great uh, in competition so far. Okay. Um, Dusty Henriksen is also on the list. Uh, Chris Corning. Okay. Jamie Anderson. I said those already. I'm trying to think like... Oh, Cody Winters, Matty Mastro are all names that, for me... Or feel like are going to stand out from like the rest of the competition. Yeah. Um, do you like to watch skiing as well for the Olympics? Not as much, but um, really, I I like I like watching skiing too, honestly. And we have a pretty solid uh, ski team. Uh, some of the most noteworthy names on that list. Uh, let's see. Michaela Schifrin, she's a slalom skier. She took home gold last Olympics. Um, Alexander Hall, Nick Gepper, all uh, oh, really Nick strong Gepper. people. I okay. Let, let me let me bring you back a memory. Yes. Am I am I correct about that? Do you know what I'm talking about? Where he lands on one ski. Nope. Do you remember? Where we rode with him at Brianhead. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how they came back to me. I was literally watching. I was watching the ski side of men's today. And I'm like, man, that yeah. name sounds familiar. Well, guess what? <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, come yeah. Brian Head. So if you guys don't know, Brian Head is a snow resort slash location in Utah. Um, about a three and a half hour drive from Vegas. Not the biggest mountain, 
not one known for many tricks, but one fantastic day. We're on the giant steps side of the mountain, which is a larger side, and we come across Nick Gepper, who's just riding along casually, and I don't know how it started, but we were kind of chilling with him for a little bit, weren't we? Yeah, we were. Um, we took a couple runs with him. I think like two or three runs. This dude is fucking... God bless him. He rides so fucking well. Like, he's just hitting everything in his path. The biggest jumps on the mountain, he just does it with, like, massive, like, <laughs> it's insane to, like, I, look, I know we see it on TV, but, like, seeing someone 30, 40 feet in the air, in person, your jaw just drops. Your mind is blown. And it, it was such a treat to watch him ride. I completely agree with you. He was so talented, such a nice guy, and um, that just like popped into my head. I was I was like watching it today. Yeah, uh, that's just not something I'm ever gonna forget. <laughs> All right, um, we should probably start moving on to our other topics. We've already been recording for like forty minutes, as much <laughs> as I can talk about snowboarding. And Olympics and X Games. <laughs> All right, so go ahead, take it, take it. We got some other, we have, we have some other noteworthy news uh, from the gaming industry this past week. Um, Microsoft just bought Activision for seventy billion dollars. First of all, imagine having seventy billion dollars for anything. <laughs> Oh, I heard you. <laughs> Still trying okay. to go through my head as seventy billion is how many millions? <laughs> yeah, uh, a thousand millions is one billion times seventy. Seven thousand. <sighs> nope. Seventy thousand. Seventy thousand. Yep. Wow. It's crazy. Yep. Um, anyways, Activision has many noteworthy IPs, right? Let me read some of those off to you, because now Microsoft owns all of these, and that definitely brings in a lot of competition for PlayStation, Sony. So, Activision IPs include... But are not limited to, by the way, Call of Duty, Crash Bandicoot, Diablo, Guitar Hero, Overwatch, Spyro, Tony Hawk, and World of Warcraft. That's quite so, a lot of games that matter. A lot of a lot of heavy hitters that were exclusive to Sony and PlayStation. Like Crash Bandicoot and Spyro. Like, Crash Bandicoot is an iconic PlayStation, like, mascot. And so is Spyro. 
Yep. So it's just... How do you think this is going to affect the gaming industry? Like, a lot of people are saying, like, oh, it's the end of PlayStation, you know, Microsoft won. So it's... Could... I mean, it's very hard to say because obviously it's still very early um, in this kind of change, but... Um, some people obviously hate this because, it, I mean, Xbox, Microsoft could literally make Call of Duty, I mean, all these titles that you just listed, including Call of Duty, um, an Xbox exclusive, which I feel like, by the, like, regardless if, like, if they actually do that or not, I feel like there's going to be an increase in consoles leaning towards Xbox instead of PlayStation now. I would agree with you. Now, whether they decide to do that or not, they could make some of them Xbox exclusives um, and others not. Just to... Which, let let me add to that. Are you aware that Microsoft also bought Bethesda last year? Yes. Okay. And Bethesda's IPs include... Let me look them up real quick so I don't talk out of my ass. So, I know it includes Fallout. I know it includes The Elder Scrolls, Starfield, uh, Doom, Quake, Rage, Dishonored, Prey, Wolfstein, The Evil Within... That's most of the major ones. So they could literally do the same thing with those titles. I'm pretty sure they already announced they're going to make the Elder Scrolls going forward exclusive to Microsoft. Which, fuck. (laughs) It it sucks. Here's the thing. Hmm. I don't have an issue with Microsoft like owning these but they are staples of both PlayStation and Xbox and I understand both consoles have like specific exclusive IPs to like help sell their specific console like Halo and God of War and Uncharted right and Forza Forza Motorsport and Forza Horizon and Gran Turismo, right? So they do have specific IPs, but like most of these IPs that Microsoft has acquired were on both consoles. So I feel like it really just dicks with the fans if they make them exclusive to Xbox only. Because then it's not really about the fans it's about selling their consoles okay i i could see what you're talking about now i was i was personally still going to buy a ps5 because i'm working on building a pc and all that so like i'll still be able to play all these games but it's really just limiting access to the games and people being able to enjoy them. Like, let's say, let's say someone just got a PS5, right? And they can't return it, right? Or they're losing a lot of money if they return it. 
and sell it back to the store or I mean I, I know it's a great time to sell playstations and whatnot and you could probably make decent money but I mean eventually it won't be and so you know let's say someone just got a console and they can't afford the other one they they get screwed by things like this yep I would just say I hope Microsoft is responsible and does what's best for people who are fans of these because like I feel like they would still make good money if they sold them on both Xbox and PlayStation instead of making them just exclusives to kill Sony PlayStation now that being said okay yeah, I, I totally... I feel like PlayStation tends to acquire better developers and, like, specifically, like, indie developers than Microsoft. Microsoft bought Activision Blizzard and they bought Bethesda, which are huge developers, but, I mean, their games have also been slacking lately fallout 76 was an abysmal failure people have a lot of complaints you and i included about call of duty right those are more like multiplayer games anyways so i feel like sony still has a better lineup of single player experiences compared to microsoft would you agree? Yes, I completely agree. I, I think that I hope that for the benefit of just the gaming world, I think in general, I hope they don't like mess it up. That is what I'm gonna say. Yeah. I I hope they take it in the right direction. Now I think they will, cause. It looks like they've done a great job managing Halo and the development of Halo Infinite. So I hope they bring that experience to making new games for these IPs. It's it's honestly just something we're going to have to wait and see how it turns out, I guess. Are are they expected to release anything like anytime soon or do you think we'll hear some more from um, from them? Kind well, of I know this year, Overwatch obviously. 2 comes out in the near future. And Call of Duty, I mean, they usually do one every year, but that might change. They do still have active contracts that they have to honor with... PlayStation, like Call of Duty is slated to be on PlayStation at least for like the next three years due to existing contracts with Activision that Microsoft acquired, but beyond that, I don't know. Hmm. We'll just have to wait and see, I guess. True that, unfortunately, but we'll see where it takes us. Um, the last thing I wanted to do is try this thing called pod decks but i think i think we should wait till we have a guest maybe 
to try these out now that I'm looking at them. Okay. I think that's it for this week. I don't really have anything else to to add on to this. No, I think it's um I, since episode sixteen. I think it's just been uh. It's actually episode um, seventeen. But go on. I, you know, I was just been working. Um. Nope. I since episode oh, sixteen. Okay, my bad. I mean, your internet connection on Discord kind of sucks. So you're cutting in and out. Well, you're not. I'm not the only one. So, hmm. uh, since episode sixteen, I was just working. Um. X Games really uh, took a majority of my time just really just enjoying it. Um, you know, we do have a trip for, uh, you know, Brinehead beginning of March, first week of March, so that should be a lot of fun. Uh, I am actually really, really ready for Winter Olympics to, to, to start, so... I guess we'll talk about that on our next podcast to see how the competitions win. some of them right yeah um i think first thing is going to be curling and ice hockey i think it's u.s versus finland or something (laughs) like that (laughs) yeah (laughs) giant stone rolling down on ice just enthralling man (laughs) yep all right man um well let's call this an end to our podcast um, would you like to take us out with an ad read, sir? You know what? I did the last ones. How about you take this one? <laughs> All right, fine. So, uh, because I'm drinking coffee, uh, this week we're going to talk about one of our affiliate sponsors, uh, Player One Coffee. Player One Coffee brings you fresh roasted coffee. Instead of the coffee that's sitting on the shelves for weeks at a time, you know, like the Death Wish coffee, you know, it's already losing flavor by the time it gets to your hands in the grocery store. So instead of buying stale coffee from the grocery store, you should buy coffee that's fresh roasted, you know, within two or three days of you ordering your coffee comes in great and amazing flavors really honestly they're just delicious flavors that bring a spark to your coffee every morning we do have a discount code correction we do have a discount uh we have a link for a discount to get five percent off your order of player one coffee um Get yourself some delicious coffee and help support our team in the process and this podcast. Uh, to find the link to the discount, go to solo.to forward slash tier one underscore gaming. That's all spot out with letters and not numbers for tier one. From there, you can also find our social medias to follow us on social media. So please go to that link. Hopefully help support us if you choose to make a purchase at one of our affiliate sponsors. Follow us on social media. And really I'm going to ask that you guys review our podcast. Five stars, 10 out of 10 on whatever platform you're listening to this on. That really helps support our podcast going forward. Um, And that's it, Chad. 
Anything else you'd like to add before we head out of here? Nope. Just going to get some sleep, get some work for a couple days, and then... uh, Olympics, baby. Back to the grind. Just playing, uh, enjoying, yep, Winter Olympics at Halo. (laughs) Alright, man. Well, I will hit you up later this week so that we can get another podcast recorded um, or until early next week. And, uh to play some games together as well man sounds like a plan thank you all so much for listening to another episode of tier one talks uh chad you have a good night and audience we'll see you in our next episode